Hello and welcome. Hello. It is it's late hardlore time. Sorry for the delay. Mm-hmm. What's up, Bo? Not much. Home, back home from my undisclosed location. The trip. Mm-hmm. It was successful. It was good. Um, it's all it's all my liberty to say, frankly. So we should we should say we were set to have a guest today. Today, the day of us recording this is like a weird day in the country. Um, some some real bullshit was decided, and uh, Roe v. Wade was overturned by the Supreme Court by a bunch of geriatrics who uh, don't know how to work an iPhone. And uh, that's a problem. That's a problem. I think uh, life it, lifetime appointments by elderly people who uh, I just like I can't I can't believe that anyone younger than like forty or older than sixty is ever allowed to make decisions for other people. Yeah. For, for, for five generations of yeah. now adults, five yeah. generations of adults yeah. younger than them now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's no excuse at this point. It's women, women's rights are people who can give birth. Their rights are yeah. being attacked. Yeah. Uh, trans rights are being attacked. Uh, they're, they're talking about overturning, gay marriage now. Yeah, so I saw that. Just any any and it's it all comes down to Christianity. 100%. And and, and, and like the, the 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 lie that our country was founded on. Right. It's um, insane that I mean people make, you know, kind of fun infographics that are like guns have more rights than people with reproductive organs, but like the thing is um the whole hypothetical of the gun debate is well, what are you going to do when someone breaks into your house? Okay. And then there's another hypothetical of what are you going to do with millions of kids from unplanned pregnancies? Right. But that's really? just for, for whatever reason, it doesn't apply to that it, mindset. It, like it it's never like does. A, it's just, it's all, it's all about the unborn as, as George Carlin went on in a beautiful mm-hmm. bit about where it's just like, but once they're born, you know, get the fuck out of my yeah, sight. Yeah, you're you're yeah. not my concern. And I, I don't know. Like I, I listen to this. I mean, Ricky Gervais is obviously not a hundred percent, flawless source on all these things but in terms of like the christianity debate where yeah clearly six out of nine of the supreme court voted yes to overturn roe v wade and like what other reasoning is there other than christianity at the end of the day like that's their religious belief so those six people due to their insane religious belief which is founded at like christianity jesus god you're, you're taking all of that as fact yeah. And and you're turning that into like the the fa- country was founded on the separation of these two things. Yeah. And and your these six people's personal belief put the lives of every person who can give birth in this country at risk. Uh, if the country and, if if that same legislative body decided um anyone under the age of 25 or 21 or whatever some arbitrary age is automatically going to have an abortion. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Like no matter what the state's doing it, people yeah. would be losing their minds. And this just literally, it's just the same shit. It's, the it's same just thing. it's um, body autonomy and it's fucking insane. The, the, I, I brought up Ricky Gervais, because I hate, I mean, I hate to do it, but like the, the, the argument that like nobody has ever been able to argue for me is that if you burned every Bible in the world, yeah, it would be forgotten. That story would be gone. If you if you burned every bit of scientific information ever, uh-huh. 
you'd get there eventually. Eventually. Again. Interesting. The same, the same, you know, gravity would be proved once again. All the same theories and, and facts right. that we found after thousands of years of research would be there again. And the fact that that's not what the laws, that, that isn't the foundation of, of uh, our entire political structure. Yeah. Is just like, it's, I, I feel like, am I, are we the only ones that are sane? Like, yeah. Is, like, I am I going crazy? It's straight up like, I know it's insensitive to say, and I know it's kind of a shitty thing, but I cannot wait for these fucks to just die off. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing that's 100% true. And I, I well, at least from my anecdotally, <laughs> which is not 100% true, but from my experience, like I have a younger brother who's going to turn 19. Okay. He's very much a Zoomer kind of kid. Um, super nerdy, hangs out on Discord all day kind of a thing. Ultra Christian MAGA parents, my dad and, and my stepmom, are, right. are very, very right-wing, probably pretty pleased with today, I think, sure. based on previous conversations. I know for a fact, from conversations, that my little brother and his friends, his peers, are like way more progressive than us. So I, I really hope, I mean, I know a pendulum always kind of does what it does, so it's kind of a scary thought. And I think we're going through it now, the conservative backswing. Um, and it really sucks, but you know, you and I are fortunate to live in states that are going to maintain as long as it's not federally banned, which is fucked. But in the meantime, uh, there's plan B on Amazon for 10 bucks. There's stuff in stores you can go and buy. And I I really hope that, um, men, women, others, everybody stock up, have some, practice safe sex do what you got to do because no one's going to take care of us but us you yeah. know if you're but, if you're in a red state and you uh, and you need an abortion in the next year or so straight up hit me up yeah i'll pick I, you up from the fucking airport i don't have a car but i i would um i tell you where to eat <laughs> no Bo, but i mean Bo it, it is tell, it is one of those things where it's lunch. just like it doesn't matter it's just yeah. we yeah, we'll, well, it's so fucked up. So it feels a little weird to be doing a podcast on a day like today. Um, it was postponed because I was traveling and then our, our guest that we're going to be having on eventually was unavailable. And then today was kind of weird. And it is kind of weird. It's kind of weird to be like, hey, yeah, when, yeah. you know, shit is um, shit's shit's bad. But we have a plan. We're going to yeah. do a little. Uh, we have emails. Fine. The first. The first uh Hard lore email grab bag episode, huh? Yeah. Haven't read them. Just going to go for it. Uh, omit things as I read. Okay. Yeah, no. Names um, and whatnot. Maybe I'll do like first initial of the person who sent it kind of That's a good. thing. And then the story. Mm-hmm. But um, we want this kind of stuff because let me tell you guys, when Colin and I don't have a guest lined up and we just did a just he and I episode, we don't want that. We want to have we want to have stuff. Yeah, yeah. And um, hopefully, um, this will inspire some of you guys to also send emails, and we could talk about your. The, I think sh- this is also this is also stage one of the evolution of something we're um, right. The, the prototype that we're calling Loreline. Mm-hmm. We're we're very inspired by the old Love Line uh, Love Line episodes where it was just Adam and Doctor Drew taking calls. Um. Yeah. 
and, and we we think that that can be us. But for, there's there's something the there in this context for sure. So I think we're gonna open up Zoom, mm-hmm. let people know when we open up Zoom, mm-hmm. and kind of take in one person at a time. They can chill in the waiting room, and we pull them in. If and the like thing is, shit, it's recorded we'll put it in the episode. What'd you say? If we like your shit, we'll put it in the episode. Yeah, right. And and you know, it's recorded. So no one can say or really do anything that's like inappropriate. It's it's good. Yeah. We we can kind of control it. So I'm gonna go to the first one here. It's from April. Let's do it. Oh, wow. uh, the t- the subject is meth weed. Okay. So here we go. All right. This is from uh, a T. TK are the initials. Uh, the time was 2009, 2010. I was 19. My second tour ever was opening for the used and a Treyu. That's a big uh, one. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge one. I joined this punk band called Bleh to play bass. Uh, wore a Gorilla Biscuit shirt. The merch guy for a Treyu was also drummer's brother. Blah, blah, blah. Invites me. And this is tough. Kind of got to redact. Merch guy invites me to come out of their bus. Uh, Fuck. It's 18 or older, right? To smoke weed? Yeah. I don't know. Or is it 21? I don't know. Whatever. It's shit. Uh, Uh, We could just, this is the, there's no legality here. We're not at real. We didn't tell the story. (laughs) All right. So he takes him into the back. There's some random smoking weed out of a volcano vaporizer. Oh, those are dope, dude. (laughs) Those look awesome. My dad had one. And that was the one time where like, my dad was like hiding joints and stuff my whole life, you know? Yeah. But the volcano vaporizer one day, I was like, dad, let me watch you smoke that. Cause that looks cool as fuck. Is it crazy? I have no it idea awesome. what it is. It's just a big fucking like cone that just like, <laughs> 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 like, there's like weeds. I don't know where the weed goes. Cause I just saw a big like cone of smoke and I'd be like, dad, you look sick doing that. Good, on, good for you, man. Anyway, Dude, continue. The ingenuity is insane. Yeah. Uh, someone starts picking on him out of nowhere saying shit like, what if I thought this kid was a, what if I thought, what if I wanted to start fighting this kid? This, the kid, our, our, our submitter is super stone. It says, yo, I used to like you guys in middle school. Uh, smoke, smoke session ends and he goes back to his band baked out of his mind. It's the first time they ever saw him. high. kind of a big deal. Fast forward a week or so. And uh, the same guy asked if he wanted to buy some more weed. He bought a quarter of this shit. Medical marijuana was not well known at the time, but it was just, I just thought I bought some high grade medical shit. So he just thought he got some good, good stuff. Smoked all the weed over a span of two to three weeks, maybe a bowl a day. Started feeling like a Jedi. Bass playing was on point. (laughs) Drawing a bunch of crazy shit. Not sleeping. Thought his bunk was haunted. He started hallucinating every night seeing glowing eyes everywhere. Kept thinking certain people were angels or demons. The bandmates didn't know what was going on and distanced themselves. Everyone, including himself, thought he was just smoking really strong stuff. Tour manager called his mom to tell her that her son is coming home different than when he left. Oh my finished God. The, finished the tour and flew to girlfriend's house in Oregon instead of going home to Wisconsin. Slowly detoxes started coming back. Uh, I knew... Back to Earth over the next few weeks before the next tour started. I knew something was up and then it hit me. Someone sold him Gorilla Biscuits because of the shirt. And he smoked meth weed, which is a Gorilla Biscuit. It's also a pill, but I, I suppose there's a smoking application. So they were like, dude, you would love this. You're a, oh, you're into. 
Oh, you are that you're on. This is your, what you're about. Okay. Prove it. <laughs> That's a crazy story. That is uh that I mean you could kill a guy with that, right? Yeah, I would imagine so. Dodgy Just heart ruining your life. I had a did you uh, I had a friend in high school, a really good friend of mine who um obviously had we found out had an underlying condition, but basically uh without kind of trivializing what he went through, when he went to college he got really into that uh salvia shit mm. and like hallucinogens and stuff and he had a a psychotic break thought he was on the Truman show for real dude. One day, uh, these four dudes, I wasn't with them for some reason, but it was like my friend group. They went to Wingstop, saw my mom in Roselle and then went to the big mall by where I'm from called Woodfield mall and saw my dad. And this dude was convinced that my parents were actors because wow. truly I would have been what with are the them odds on a normal day. Seeing my both my parents separately would have freaked me out too. What, are, what are the odds of that? You know, very low. Pretty very low. low. In a big city. Yeah. So that shit scares me. Maybe. You know what I, mean? I mean, listen, I'm not counting him out there. But yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty thankful on a regular basis. You know, you, you, we take straight edge for granted, you know? Yeah, absolutely. This, this thing that we found very young and, and just decided to stick with. We're one you just of, don't even think about it. We're one of eight left. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. you don't even think about it, but then you just, I hear story after story of a, of a, like every week, a guy's life or a girl's life is just ruined. And I'm like, all right, I, I, you know, it's nice to never have to yeah. even think about that. It's like having your appendix out or wisdom teeth out early or so, I don't know. Just you never have to worry about it. It's just I, not. Speaking of which, have I ever talked about told you about my appendix rupturing? My appendix ruptured too. It did? This is well, why we have the show. Yeah. So this was 2017. Okay. My, append, my appendix ruptured. I, ruptured. I was not on tour. Oh, that's great. good. Yeah. Great. Um, but when it ruptured. I thought it was gas. I yeah. always think it's gas. He's <laughs> a gassy I'm always, guy. I'm always like, I got to get this figured out. So I took a bunch of laxatives. <laughs> <laughs> I feel this sharp pain. I'm like, got to take some laxatives. Yeah. It's never worked like for any ailment. <laughs> laxatives have never been the, the solvent. Um, so I, and then I book a doctor's appointment and they're like, okay, we can get you in tomorrow. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. We're, yeah. I'm I'm like I'm at home like dying Dude. with a ru- with a ruptured append literally like yeah slowly, literally eighteen hundreds yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it was that was it it was like I think I have the plague I'm dead um, <laughs> uh, next day on my doctor appointments at twelve and I'm like well I gotta eat so at eleven a.m. I hit the BK right next to my <laughs> doctor's appointment and and get like. It was like it was like a double whopper, a whopper whopper junior, six nuggets <laughs> and a large fry, XL, full heavy sugar, Dr. Yeah. Pepper, because that yeah. was who I was at the time. Um, and I get to my doctor, and it's the kind of you know how they're like, mm, uh, does it hurt here? Yes, your appendix ruptured. Like it's it's like so fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're like, what's going on with you? Does this hurt? Go to the go to the ER. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like how fast <laughs> you, it was. You have to go right now. I get to the ER and they're like, have you eaten anything today? I was like, oh, I, I had an incredible meal at Burger King about th- 35 minutes ago. And I, they were looking at me just like, you fucking 
how you were, you're an idiot. You're like, you could die. Uh, so I stayed there overnight in the <laughs> ER an extra day, which mm-hmm. was like, what? How much does that cost? No idea. Mom had Bill- good insurance. Another, another, uh, it, add, it added another billion to my bill. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then I got it out and had a great time. Did you get the, uh, like the normal cut or laparoscopic? Laparoscopic. So I have like three scars. Same here. And I took this video of myself when I was super high. This is the highest. This is the only time I've ever been high in my life. It's awesome. So check this out. I don't have an appendix. It's gone. Wow. That was great. That was great. Um, so my thing was, was I got pictures. This is a good one. Arms Way played a Halloween show. We're all playing with pump, like hollowed out pumpkins on our heads. Mm-hmm. It was classic. A, an classic infamous pick. show. Yeah. Super violent, pumpkins everywhere. We covered like ten, like five songs and then played five songs. You know what I mean? Just like a nonsense set. And a couple days later, I started having pain. And I don't know about you, but I, like if I took like a, a bean bag that I had and like laid on it, put pressure on it, it like felt good. I remember sleeping on my stomach because it was like the only relief. And, so that, and I, little, little did, I, did we know we were like in the fucking trenches in World War One, like putting a gauze around a gunshot yeah straight up just nothing nothing and uh then the next day i started puking Mm. and every time i puked it never got better which like even the worst food poisoning you get like five minutes of relief dude that first puke after being poisoned is yes it's amazing it's it's it's, that's i'm chasing that still yeah absolutely that's that's why i eat (laughs) so so i can one day feel that again (laughs) so we I tell my mom, and I've never done this before ever. I was like, "Mom, we we got to go to the hospital. Like, mm. I, something's up. I don't know what it is. Something's yeah. up." I never thought it was the appendix. They made me drink the shit and the dye, and then they like. I remember they they inject something to like X-ray uh-huh. to see if you're bleeding internally, uh-huh. and they like injected this thing into the IV. And he was like, "Okay, it's gonna feel warm. It's gonna feel like you pissed yourself, and morphine? then you're gonna taste pennies." Is it morphine? I don't know. No, no, no. It was like this dye that would like oh. show any bleeding, I guess. Okay. While they like scanned me. And it was literally like, okay, here it comes. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Uh, like it, like the, the re- back to back, those three sensations that they described. Immediately. Dude, did they give you morphine after? I mean, okay. So here's the Ooh, thing. I found out I was. Nelly. I found out I was allergic to anesthesia from this. Oh, brutal, dude. So what happened was, you know, they do the typical like. All right, count backwards from 10, and it's like, t- and I'm out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right? Wake up however much longer after, and th- immediately because you have a breathing tube, and because yeah. they give you a catheter, they want you to pee, and they want you to drink, right, uh-huh. to make sure everything's good. This fucking lady gave me beef broth to drink. Not water. Beef broth. And she was like, here, just take a sip, make sure you can what swallow. What is beef okay. broth going to do for you? So I, like, take a sip, and then exorcist vomit. <laughs> Just like full on projectile vomit all over myself, all over the bed. And then I was nauseous for like two days. And we, really? my mom is, my mom is allergic. I have a weird opioid allergy. Oh, you're one of those. Uh, one of those. Yeah. So and, uh, like sucks for time, you, man. I dude, love opioids. Now I know that <laughs> one time I fucked up my back on tour and Chris, who had just gotten his wisdom teeth out, had a Viking. I mm. took half a Viking and it kept me up all night. Like I don't, I don't react the same. To that kind of stuff. That's dude. That's crazy. So, 
So you found out you're allergic to anesthesia. I found out I love anesthesia. <laughs> <laughs> that was how mine worked out. And then I was prescribed uh, Norco for that, which I think, I don't know how how gnarly that one is in, in like the world of painkillers or whatever. Right, I'm not, course. I'm just, I'm not well versed, but man. So I like needed it to sleep and stuff, but <laughs> I was having the time of my life. I was sleeping 14 hours. That was, I haven't slept good since. <laughs> how about the recovery? It sucked. It was pretty gnarly. It was pretty gnarly. It's like a week yeah. of just like. Yeah. And uh, another side story. I, I was in college at the time and I had a speech class. You went to I college? Had, I went to college for two years. So I community college. Did you um, get a degree? No. I was. I hated it. Uh, I had a speech class. I had to do a speech on China's economic policy at the time. 2010 or whatever. I was like 19. <laughs> and I emailed my professor being like selfie like hey i'm in the hospital mm -hmm. but at the beginning of the semester she gave you the whole like i don't care i don't care what happens the day you have your speech if you're not here you get a zero so you got a zero no well i was trying to get all out of it for like the two days later or whatever right so i dressed up i wore my thing uh explained to the class what happened gave my dumbass. what do you speech. mean your thing you came with the fucking uh i had, I had you to came no, with the I'm gown fine. and walked in with the the IV yeah, drip i, I wish <laughs> No, dude, I I'm what? not sure if you recognize me, but it's me, Bohan. <laughs> you see, I've become very ill. You had to dress up, so I had to wear dress pants. Oh. I had to wear a collared shirt. That's what I meant. Okay. Gave my speech, left, got a good grade, whatever. And then I found out the next semester that teacher or professor I should say was skiing and broke both of her legs. So fuck you. But it feels really good to know that I'll never have to worry about my, like, never sometimes I'll have a tummy ache and then I go, at least it's not that, you know? Uh, oh, yeah. Every day when I have a tummy ache, <laughs> I know that that's just the way I was supposed to be. And we'd be dead. Oh, yeah. 200 years ago, we would just be dead. That'd been it. I'd be a dead farmer. How old were you? No who did nothing. I was 25, 26. Oh, pretty recent. It's yeah, right. 2017, yeah. man. I was still a teenager. I think oh, yeah. mine. Uh, I think mine ruptured from pure fatness and like, like, like unnaturally. <laughs> I think. I think. Like. I think. I. I. I mean. Case in point, hitting the double whopper, whopper junior, large fry, ten nuggets, on my way to get it <laughs> taken out. Uh, yeah, I think. I think. I mine was self, uh, self, self inflicted somehow, if that's possible. Anyway, next story. Yeah, next story. Let's see here. You're right. right. It does. You this. You know. This is easy. It's easy. Yeah. Exactly. Um, all right. Hey, Colin and Bo. I had a fast food story to share about the times my band, Blank, has gotten to In and Out. Oh God. Because I, I just be feel smirched. like we shouldn't say the band names, right? Yeah. Right. So this is from initials K and C. Thank you for your story. Mm -hmm. um, is it just us, or does no one know about or fuck with their hot peppers, Kyle and I'm sure. Oh, my God, dude. The, the hot peppers are just one of those other things there that changes the game. It makes the, it makes the burger feel like you're eating it for the first time all over again. Really? Yes, dude. I'm into hot now. Mustard I fried, extra toasted bun, hot peppers. Do you, okay. Wait, you like mustard, right? I do like mustard. Yeah, okay, so a... check this out. The okay. patty, they smother it with mustard before had, they even yeah, put it on the grill. Yeah, I've had that. That rocks. And, the, and it adds pickles. I don't know if you're a pickleman. 
Huge pickle head. Okay, so that when you say, can I get a mush fry, they go, are pickles okay? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then you add hot peppers too, and it just, there's, it's, it, that's how you feel. It gives you this bonus texture that just has never been there before, that Excellent. truly feels like you're eating it for the first time. Okay. When they call your number, you grab your meal. If you ask for peppers, they'll give you a little container with two or three hot peppers. I don't have a very high tolerance for heat or spice, which is fine, brother. It's good on you for trying. Mm-hmm. So these little fuckers blow me away. <laughs> however, after the whole band was always, however, after the whole band was always asking for peppers, we realized there is no limit to how many you can ask for. You look mm-hmm. insane, but if you ask for 10 containers of peppers, they'll give them to you. It's true. On our last tour, our guitarist blatantly asked what the legal limit was for how many peppers they could give us. The answer was, no one has ever asked that. <laughs> Needless to say, blank keeps the van cooler of cooler in the van stocked with in and out hot peppers and when we eat them all ritually on long drives to break the monotony and have a little spicy fun love the show keep up the good work hope to see you all at some point in the future thank you you know what that's like this is like a fucking princess princess bride with the the iocane powder these motherfuckers are building up a, a resistance yeah <laughs> that's a fun game i might have to try it um, they get a cooler full wow. oh, oh that's what it says Dude, I've never ha- kept a cooler in the van. Me neither. I just have uh, about 18 water bottles <laughs> fucking sloshing around <laughs> under me, under my bench. No cooler. Mm. Where the hell would I put it? Where will my 18 water bottles go? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing to me? Come on. Oh, this one's... Okay, here we go. Uh, I like that one. I look forward to trying the hot peppers now. I had no oh, idea. Come on back now. Are they like pickled hot or just hot? Yeah, it's like it's like chopped up pepperoncinis. Yeah. Yeah, I like I can dig that. It's good shit. Okay. All right. <clears throat> All right. This tale of how driving is bad and dumb is in regards to a weekend tour I did with a psychobilly band I used to be in. Cringe. Nec- I know Col- I know, but Colin is right. Necromantic Scott tracks, which is oh, true. I was just about to say So does Necromantic Scott. Oh, come on, dude. Come on. You can't you got to see through genre. When yeah, you hear a hook's when you hook. hear a hook like who killed the cheerleader? <laughs> no, it wasn't me at all. You got to <laughs> just accept that it's genius. I'll never dude. There is a video of Danzig singing American Nightmare with Hank the Third, one time I'm ever. Wow. And you realize, I know, I know that you appreciate Danzig, so it, <laughs> I, I know that you'll agree with. But the, the fact that that man, like, was so cross-genre to, co- to folk country, yeah. to thrash, to punk, to pop. Everybody. It was, I mean, they're just, I mean, the Misfits and Danzig and Sam Hain to some extent. Yeah. Are, like, so many different genres, gateways into other genres. Absolutely. That the it's just it means so many different things to so many people that yeah it's like I I mean you you'd be harder in a group of like a hundred people to find somebody who had not been touched by at least the logo in some way. Yeah, so you know? we often have a discussion of like what's the most popular like punk logo, what's the most popular punk band, blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and like the Misfits solidified it. They sold out fucking Allstate Arena. Yeah, it's crazy. No punk band on earth. Didn't they that, sell at MSG? Yeah. 
And what's the what's the thing over in, in LA? Alkaline Trio played it. Staples Center. Staples Center. No. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Was it the Staples Center? I forget where the show was. It's <laughs> I like think the, it was. It, what's the venue in Inglewood? For the Forum. I think it was the Forum. Oh, okay. Well, that's like like Slipknot will do that, but okay. still. Okay. Well, maybe I was wrong, but I happen to know at the first. I was at the first one. Saba went with me and Casey. Mm-hmm. We went to the first reunion at Riot Fest. There was sixty five thousand people there. It's crazy. That's Singing. WrestleMania numbers, dude. Uh, yeah. I mean, they. I, I also happen to know they got paid seven figures. No other punk band is doing that. No. And without them, you don't have Metallica, the big four. Yeah. Which then is like, okay, no Pantera, no yeah. Sepultura. Everything. there. It's like most extreme things go back to that. Yeah. Which then goes back to Elvis. Elvis, absolutely. That. Absolutely. That El- which then goes back to... Every black Southern rock and roll blues. artist ever. Yeah, yeah, right. So thank you, every black rock and roll artist ever that Elvis stole from. Unbelievable. For the Misfits, which in turn gave us Slayer. <laughs> thank you. Okay. I will never drive on any tour ever again because of this weekend. The show. This is goes- like some, some, this feels so naughty. <laughs> <laughs> the shows go as follows. Friday, Sacramento. Saturday, Lake Tahoe, which people probably don't realize how close Very Reno close. is to Sacramento. It's a great, drive. It's a great that's a great routing right there. I mean, it, it, it's beautiful. And then Sunday was actual Reno. That's Tahoe and Reno. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. But for people who don't know, think of it in your brain. There's two things that that blow me away when I look at a map. Anytime I happen to look at a map, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh is directly north of a little bit of West Virginia, which is uh-huh. fucking weird. Yeah. And Sacramento is really close to Reno. It's just weird. It is weird. In my there's brain, the, they're like 12 there's hours some, uh, There's some geographically weird shit going on here, man. You know? <laughs> Skinwalkers. Yeah. And they just, like, a lot of people just don't. I, I feel like that we've come a long way in terms of routings. Yeah. Like, I, I, there's this classic one. I, I've, I'm not going to say the band, but. Yeah. Uh, I was I was on a tour with Nails when this band posted their routing, and John John just kept John Glue from bass player of Nails, just kept repeating the routing because it was so insane. Uh, <laughs> August eighth, Tucson, Arizona. Okay. August 9th, uh, I think Austin, Texas. Okay. August tenth. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. No. <laughs> <laughs> to put that off the top of my head, Chicago to Dallas, which is a shorter distance, is 14 hours straight. <laughs> yeah. Just go much due south. And that's like, I'm like, thank you very much. And we're going leaving and maybe you'll make it by eight. <laughs> you know? Philadelphia without a August, day off. August 8th, Tucson. August 9th. I've never forgotten that because of how many times John was just going, August 8th, Tucson. <laughs> August 9th, Austin. August Which isn't, a, that's not a short drive either. No, not at all. That's, Tucson that's, to Austin sucks. What is that? 10? It's got to be. Got to be because you're middle of the state over New Mexico and then. I feel, go like, th- I feel like Tucson to fucking Texas. El Paso is 10. I think you might be right. Let's see. Do I got maps on this on this motherfucker? Let's see. Did I, I love do. El Paso? Weird, Dude, weird that, fact that, about me. 
the cat house. If it's one thing about me, I love El Paso. <laughs> Tucson, AZ. All right. Directions. We're going to do this live on the show. Create route from Austin, Texas. Here we go. Calculating. Calculating. Pacific. <laughs> it's it's not even. Oh, getting there safely. Twelve. That's thirteen hours. And with the time, you lose. Well, I think Austin is. You lose time for sure. It's either Mountain or Central. Austin to Philadelphia. Let me guess. Hold on. Hold on let me guess. Let me guess. Yeah. Austin from Dallas is like three or four hours. Fourteen to Chicago. From Chicago to Philly is twelve. Just did it. I mean, have done it in the past. Uh, 20. 24. <laughs> and that's Dude. no, tra- no trailer. And that's, and that's losing an hour. So that literally means if you leave the second you're done, you're already late. You're an hour late. <laughs> you're like five hours late. Cause if they were the headliner, it was like a punk tour. Oh, Fucking man. unbelievable. Best thing ever. That is August 8th, Tucson. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget. That's my yeah. mantra. August eighth, Tucson. <laughs> August 9th. All right. Just uh, don't do that, guys. Play that, Sacramento. So. Play Reno. Stay at the Golden Nugget. Eighteen dollar rooms. Gamble on. I'm a GSR man myself. To okay. be fair. So fair my my wife is from Reno. So oh, I got sick. I got the real inside baseball there. So. Very nice. I I genuinely enjoy being in Reno. Love Reno. Dude. I think it's beautiful. I love it. Reno is. And I, it, yeah, it's fucking awesome. And the like downtown is like it's like any downtown. You're gonna it's like, oh, yeah. okay, this is dirty and the people are gross. But outside of that, where the locals are actually hanging out, like it's like the most beautiful mountain. Tahoe yeah. is visible. Yeah. So it just looks incredible. Sierra there's Nevada. Amazing food there. Really? Oh, dude, there's just breakfast place called Pine State Biscuits. <laughs> I love oh. biscuits. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. So continue this man's routing. All right. That's it. So we got Sacramento one day. South Lake Tahoe, California. I guess is that in California? I don't fucking know. That's what it says. And then <laughs> I've Reno. never heard of that in my life. Okay. Either way, Sacramento Tahoe Reno is Bullets. You could, you could do that route. You could do that there and back in under six hours. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> stupid. Friday, I don't have the day off, so I get off work at five, um, and head over to Sacramento. A three and a half hour drive with traffic. Driving through mm-hmm. the bay at that time was an actual nightmare hellscape. Nothing's mm-hmm. changed. Yeah, no. We play the show. The show ends. We have no place to stay in Sacramento, so I drive back to the bay to back to the bay to sleep. About one drive what? only. I think he meant about a one-hour drive only. Okay. Saturday, the following day, he drives them to everyone to Taco. Who the fuck play Taco? Who the fuck plays in Tahoe? By the way, it's crazy. Um, on the it's way like up, playing the mountain, in fucking Big Bear. Yeah, yeah, right. What is the venue? A bowling alley? Um, Whiskey Dicks. So a bar. Yeah, probably. On the way up the mountain, it starts raining, and I come around a blind turn to just see a. Dead drop, dead stop traffic. Jeez, I can't. I haven't oh, read no. in years. Yeah, I slam on the brakes <laughs> and miss the car in front of me by inches. Somehow the car behind me doesn't rear end me. Wow. Fortunately, there was a huge wreck in front of us and people died. So we were oh, stuck shit. on the mountain for what I remember being about three hours. We just stood in the woods next to the car, saying, "Oh my God, I saw Sasquatch every three minutes." That's pretty good. Finally, the road gets cleared. 
and me and our guitar player barely make our set. So I guess it was just them two. We get to a hotel that night at what I assume was previously a murder site, and there's a sign in the parking lot that says, car will get broken into if items left in the car. So we haul all of our gear up the stairs into the room. <laughs> There's a guy walking around checking. Just like, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, I drive us to Reno, which they is like still 45. Fucking- yeah, I guess. Drive us to Reno, which is about 45 minutes. It's like, nothing. yeah. Uh, we play the show. Afterwards, a random woman is waiting for us by the car. And she's like, all right, where are we headed? She looks like the bird lady from Home Alone 2. That's really mean. Dude, when Kevin the pigeon lady? says- the bird, when he just goes, gross. Dude, this man, this kid, motherfucking Kevin, has a room at the plaza. And he's like, all right, see you, lady. Peace. Enjoy Fuck. your stool. <laughs> Dude, how cool is it, though, when they watch actual John Williams performing? At oh, the, it's uh, insane. Ugh, unbelievable. Uh, and she legit thinks we're taking her with us. I have to literally put gear between her and our car so she doesn't get in. I don't have work off the next morning, so I have to drive us back from Reno to the bay overnight. Easy. Keep, keep, keep in mind, it's me and another person fully loaded with gear in a 97 Corolla. Of course, it starts oh, snowing geez. on the way down the mountain. I'm literally oh, completely God. blind. I'm just following taillights in front of me. All while semi-truck is tailgating me, so I can't slow down. Make it back Was home. She, like what about the, the lady? Was she chasing after them? It's just full on T1000. <laughs> yeah. I make it back home. At like Where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> Nap for 15 minutes and then drive back to San Mateo for work. In total, I estimate about, I drove around 16 to 17 hours that weekend. Actual fucking nightmare. I will never drive on tour again. Y'all rule. Thanks. Initials AC. Colin. P.S. Colin. Twitching Tongues played Gilman once and you put the mic in my face to yellow line and you accidentally put your whole ass index finger into my mouth. Salty. You're welcome. Dude. You are welcome. This is an incredible story. (laughs) Every, it's every time I die, knock loose, harm's way in eternal sleep. And we playing, we're playing, uh, uh, slims in San Francisco. Okay. Fucking awesome show. Like harm's way is playing and people are doing like Bay area skanks, Mm -hmm. like just, total ripper and we decide Andy comes into the room and he's like hey like the next show is in Salt Lake but we have two days off to get to Salt Lake mm-hmm. let's drive overnight to Vegas hang out in Vegas for two nights and then get to Salt Lake on the, the, the thing to and Vegas I'm, or Reno yeah so no, I just oh, asked you a question no, no, Vegas, Vegas, or- Vegas, Vegas sorry the mic cut out so okay. we're like thinking about it we're looking at the time it's actually faster at depending on the time of day to drive through Vegas to Utah than just to go do East or something like it was like an hour difference or something. How can that, that be? That I, I don't know. I don't know. Bay area to Vegas to Salt Lake. I'm so confused because yeah. Reno would have been like, yeah, it's right there. So San Francisco to Las Vegas this is, is it's straight up. So it's 11 hours, two minutes. Okay. okay. Which okay. isn't that bad. It sucks, but it's not that bad. But now San Francisco to Salt Lake is, it's gotta be like, there you go. It's longer. Wow. It's longer by like 40 minutes. So we were just like, well, why the fuck not? Right. 
Okay. So everybody, me or, or us, I did the overnight drive. Every time I died, I did it and knocked loose. All, we all decided to go. Amazing meal. That was where we had that crazy meal at Demonico's. Great time, blah, blah, blah. Eternal Sleep are like ultra frugal on tour. Joe is like okay. very good at keeping everything, all the expenses in line so that they make a good amount of money when they get home. Sure. Okay. They do this route and they go through Reno. Mm-hmm. They get stuck in an avalanche outside of Reno. Wow. They had to sit in their van for 14 hours. Oh my God. So they had a plan to like stay with a friend, camp a little for two days and like do the nature thing and then meet up with us. And they just like couldn't do any of it. Oh my God. Meanwhile, Brutal. we're posting pictures. I'm wearing robes. Yeah, yeah. We're winning You're money. Life. But you paid dearly next time you were there, right? I don't, come on, come Right? Yeah. No, no crickets for that. You accept your penance. You paid. <laughs> uh, okay, we got one more story or? Dude, we got, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four. F- we got three more if we want. Okay, everybody. Oh, no, no, Chile. no, two more. Thank right, you to, more. to Chile for joining me briefly. Okay, we got one about, uh, this one's about food, Colin, so. Hey, bring it yeah. on. Hey, boys, love the podcast. Collecting things and eating things are my jam as a good old American consumer, but I felt validated in a lot of, in a lot of my food choices, I think, based on our conversation. Sure. Panda slaps harder than it ever fucking should. Absolutely. The chow mein super green mix combo is nearly unrivaled. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that orange chicken is bomb, and teriyaki chicken does for does feel like the healthy option, even though it's, it's literally just yeah, it's sugar health food. Sauce. Health food. Oh, but, I I don't I, ger- I either get the sauce on the side or I don't even use it. I just use the spicy mustard. So okay, sorry. I I actually had a pertinent text message, uh, but and I mean this heavily. Y'all are sleeping on the, and there's, he says the Mongolian beef, but he means the Beijing. The Beijing beef. beef. I'm not a huge fan of the Beijing beef. And he said, if you pull up and that in italics, fresh walk sails over the kitchen divider, it is a must in all bold. Hmm. I'll try it next time. Have you ever had it? I've never had it. It's, it's orange chicken, but beef. It's fried beef. You can get down on that. But the the beef is much thinner. So it's like. The breading is way crispier. Oh. It, it, it feels worse for you to eat, even though it's probably not. But I, I, I know all about the Beijing beef. I, I like it, but I'm just like, give me the triple orange over that all day, you know? <laughs> all right, next bullet point. Love Chris Santos, but he is mental for doubling down so hard on five guys. Hold on. No comment. Yeah, I can't read the rest of this. Slanderous, Mr. DB. Uh, Ron's house is undoubtedly, undoubtedly the goat. There's no question. And their Buffalo is so Ronald good. McDonald Ron's house, baby. Yeah. Portillo's has a burger. Three question marks. I got to try my friend. If you like burgers at like a barbecue, that's mm-hmm. what Portillo's got. It's charred. It's a, it's like a poppy seed bun, sesame seed bun. What, what's, what's like the little white guys, which is normally that's a poppy sesame seed. seed. That is sesame, but like yeah. not seeds. They're like balls. Is this still sesame seed? I think so. Like yeah. what's on a Big Mac bun, right? On a what? Oh, you wouldn't know. On a Big Mac bun. No, those are sesame seeds. I do know. Two all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese mm-hmm. on a sesame mm-hmm. seed bun. Subway is by far the most foul fast food. I've always said that it's the it's the leakage under the bottom of the barrel because it's just so, so bad. 
Mm-hmm. I had to eat some in, in the extended layover in Thailand once, and I promise you my non-existent niece could have made anything better. Forever a Subway hater. Good. Right. Good. Uh, Taco Bell's Pepsi game is excusable because of Baja, but Wild Cherry Pepsi from there is also a banger. That's not my bag, baby. <laughs> I can't do a cherry-flavored thing. Even though, of- it's, even though it's one of the 23 in Dr. Yeah. Pepper. When it's standalone, I'm out. Interesting. Okay. Artificial fruit. I can't is like so vile to me other yeah. than the frozen otter pop. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. where I, that's where I cross the picket line, <laughs> but everywhere else I'm firm. You're going to love this. Also, please validate me one step further and roast the freestyle machine. Movie theaters, Fuck. Wawa, five guys, wing stop. It doesn't matter. That is the wackest piece of equipment in any establishment. I won't do it. I hate the freestyle. machine. Love the freestyle. Really? Love it. You got to understand, brother. I live in Los Angeles. My freestyle machines are tended to. They're chock full. The syrups are full every time. I just, so when I, I want when I want a Pib Zero Ultra Max with vanilla in it, it's there. It's the last place you can get the uh, orange vanilla Coke Zero because it's off the shelves now. I can appreciate I, that. I love it. Love I, a freestyle machine. I'll often get a diet mm-hmm. and there's just fucking pomegranate or something flavored in there because they don't clean the shit. It all comes out of the same hole. I don't have to then, then run a little water for like five seconds, go back to your diet and pick something Ste- good. Step off your little bicycle. Yeah. I'm, right. I don't have that experience. I, I always, I have fun with the freestyle machine. If you disrespect the freestyle machine, that's on you. That's operator error, brother. There's ways to make it work in your favor. Die for an eye, I guess. It is. Last email from uh, MD. All right. Try to keep this brief. I'm in a band called Flint. One time we were on tour and we drove through Kentucky. We stopped at a Love's gas station slash, Ar- slash Arby's, which is... Uh-oh. That's a killer combo. They have... Arby's claims to have a Wagyu burger i've heard it's good no way yes it's obviously not fucking a5 wagyu but like it yeah typically this would be a glorious stop roast beef sandwiches and red bull all at once all at one stop can convenience however we spotted a vehicle that stood out to us Uh uh-oh there is a jeep renegade loaded with nazi and swastika stickers why a white supremacist would own a Jeep Renegade confuses me to this day. It's Kentucky. Uh, this person, their bass player, said, let's go inside and fuck this guy up. <laughs> I said I'm in. We storm inside of the gas station and look for the culprit. We see a fat-ass man with an SS hat eating two okay. Arby Smokehouse brisket sandwiches. I mean, no accounting for taste, guys. We went to approach him until we saw the Glock exposed on his fat hip. We decided not to approach him. Instead, we knifed his car... And drove away. There you go. We tweeted the story and everyone responded with the actresses of known Nazis asking us to go vandalize their property as well. Alas, that was not our destiny. Love the podcast. Love your guys' bands. I love Lamp. Thank you, MD. That was... That's good stuff. Good on you. Man. What? They're out there, huh? They're oh, braver yeah. than ever in the, in the post-Trump world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, India, southern Indiana, Kentucky, like that whole area is grimy. Really? They're, they're just open? You for, it's, it's really easy to forget when you're in a 
a, a metropolitan area that like that's most of the country. That's that's huge. It's a huge population. Six out of nine of the Supreme Court represent most of the country. Half the fucking in country terms of their for ideology. Trump, you know? Exactly. Um, twice. Twice. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. I'm also surprised that uh, like Orange County by you is Bizarre, like man. There's little pockets all over California that where they just the shitheads all gravitate towards each other. Huntington Beach is like right. That was might as well like, be out mo, a fucking Alabama clan march. You know, it's like always been that way though, right? Because like even yeah, I remember yeah. reading like old punk stories that like HB skins were like always. It was a thing. Yeah, I mean, you look at I mean, look at fucking uh, Rodney King riots and shit like that. You know, mm. like it's it's it's. Overall, there's, I'm, I'm, it's probably dead even in terms of just ideologies, but the, a lot of those motherfuckers just ain't voting. They True. don't know how to work. They don't know how to work the machines. So yeah, it's a it ain't working real out. shame. It's a comedy of error. Yeah, okay. but that was this was fun. This was a nice this short was, one. This was easy. It was great. Yeah, I had a great time, um, guys. Send we'll us more emails, more stories. Ask us questions. Have us rank stuff in tiers. Whatever you want. Yeah. That's what we're here for. That's what we want to do. Um, we will be back next week with Emma from Dying Wish. Is that correct? That is the plan. So and it's that- and it should be the regularly scheduled time. We apologize for this one showing up late. It was just scheduling stuff, but it shouldn't be happening again. It's true. And yeah. the next time I'm out of town in August, I have some equipment to bring with me. So it'll be easy. Where are you going in August? I got you. One of these days I'll fucking get you, man. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, everybody. This is Hard Lore. We love you all. Thank you so much for supporting the show. We'll see you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.